Hey, happy birthday, Into One. <laughs> you did it. You made it. You're here. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Graham. Really glad that you could be with us today. Help us to celebrate this momentous day that way back when we never imagined would happen. It's not that we thought that it couldn't happen. We just never imagined it happening. And you probably have some things that are like that for you as well. They just happen. Like one day at a time, one week at a time, one month at a time, and time passes. And now we're getting celebrity greetings from Johnny Smooth and Smoothie John. We, we have arrived. Special thanks to you guys for doing that. Appreciate that. I mean, sure, we have a former MP and maybe the mayor and a bunch of pastors from the churches, but Johnny Smooth and Smoothie John. That is big stuff for us. Thank you for being part of it. Watching uh, those videos, uh, special thanks going out again to Kristen Murphy, who has learned video editing and has been working hard collecting those photos, putting them together. It is, well, if you've never done it, it's a lot of work. And it's, it's hard because you had to learn things along the way. But my goodness, the memories that were there and one thing that strikes me just off the top is to, to notice the, the number of people that we have met that have, uh, for one reason or another, had to move. They have had to relocate. The number of people that we have been privileged to have as part of our community reminds me that one of the things we said fairly early on was, once part of Into One Family, you're in. I mean, you, you can go somewhere else. You can move. You can leave the country. You can leave the city, you can leave the province, but that doesn't stop the way that we think about you. We still think of you as into one and into one family. And so it has been beautiful to remember the impact that people have had throughout these years, the, the places that they put their hands and said, I'm, I'm going to do something, I'm going to make something happen, I'm going to be part of this, I'm going to let God work in me and I'm going to let God work through me. And it made a difference. And very likely the reason that you're, you're here or you're here watching with us is because of the faithfulness of people who have gone before you. Some, some folks have been here for a long time, maybe even some that have crossed the 11-year mark, if we were completely honest about how old we are and what kind of started, but 10 years, 9 years, it, it, it is, it's incredible, even if you could say one month. Glad to be able to say this is the Into One family. And we go together on this road trip in earnest pursuit of Christ, right? Road trip is us traveling together. None of us have arrived. We are all in the process of going, and we are going together because going on your own, it's just too hard. It's just too hard to actually make that happen. So it is important for us to be able to celebrate a time like this and as, uh, to, to keep true to our roots, to be able to come back at the very same time and then to remind you to be eyes up. We have done things. I, I have done things. I have been a part. I've, I've had my hand on a number of parts. But God made a decision one day. And he decided that Into One was going to exist. And it does. Because of his work that goes before us, he fights for us in advance so many times. And the stories 
Wow, there's so many. And the beautiful thing about a celebration like this, the gift that we got through Corona was not holding this celebration for a day. We are going to have memories that come back month after month for the rest of this year as we celebrate what God has done and is doing in our midst. And it takes time to be able to give credit like that. You can't do it all at once because you stop hearing it. So we're going to be able to do that, and I'm excited about that. So thanks for joining. Thanks for participating with us. Those of you who have been so faithful for so many years with your time, your treasure, and your talent, it is still our belief, it is still our goal for you to believe that you are not here to just survive, but you are here to thrive. And we believe that God works in and through you to make that a reality, that you thrive as you grow in your generosity in all of these areas. It's not just generosity to give time, treasure, and talent, but it's the faith, it's the trust that God intervenes and that God shows up and that God becomes part of my life. And so when I take that next step that I'm, I'm really kind of nervous about taking, when I take that next step, I trust that the ground before me will be solid because my trust is in my Savior, Jesus. When, when, I, when I can't see very far ahead of me, and I'm not sure how it's going to go, I, I don't have to trust just in me. Oh, so grateful that I don't have to trust just in me. We trust in Jesus, and God has set us in motion. We believe that he will see us through to completion. That has been the way that we have um, progressed, and that's the way we're going to continue to progress, to try and put to remind ourselves to put, constantly put our trust in Jesus so that when we take the next step, because you, you can't go on a road trip and stay still. And so when Terry reminded us and encouraged us about these 10 challenges, I understand, I get how you work because I know how I work. My initial thought is, wow, somebody probably should do that. Somebody else should probably do that. And I, and I didn't immediately think of what I would do. I thought, you know what, somebody should do that. And I want to challenge you again. These 10th anniversary challenges are not to benefit an institution. The focus of this institution is to point people towards Jesus, to help them grow in their faith, whether that's start their faith or develop it. And these challenges are designed to have different elements. So some might be better for you than others. That's why you get to pick. We didn't choose them for you. You choose. But take a step. Don't let the distractions of what are happening around you, don't let the coronavirus frustrations stop you. Don't let the discouragements that you've faced stop you from taking your next step because what you need to remember is that your next step is in pursuit of Jesus. You're not walking to nowhere. You're walking very specifically towards a person. The person of Jesus came to earth, died, rose again, and is now eager to participate with you in this life. He sent you the gift of his Holy Spirit to live with, within you to empower you, to convict you towards righteousness, towards himself. 
So when we take these steps, they don't have no purpose, and they're not really to try and make an institution stronger. They're there to make you stronger, to draw you into closer relationship with Jesus. And honestly, that is our heart's desire. So all those things that those other pastors said, that's great because they point us and they remind us of what we're trying to do to grow in our faith, to develop this relationship with Jesus so that we can overcome we can bear up under, and we can come through. These things that will be required of us in this life, because it will not go, all go well. It is going to be bumpy. And it's a birthday party, but I'm going to still tell you the truth. It is going to be bumpy. There are going to be things that you don't like. There are going to be things that are really hard for you. Overcome, bear up under, come through. We do that as we stand together, and we do that as we commune well with our God. By the power of the Holy Spirit, who lives within us. Be in pursuit of him. So I welcome you, again, for those of you who would like to participate in, in an offering kind of sense. If you're here live, we have envelopes at the back. You can make a, a donation there. We'll make sure you get tax receipted. If you are uh, at church uh, online, you can use the website. We have a spot for you to give digitally through that, or you can use the e-transfer method, use the email address, info at intoone.ca. You're not alone in this. There are all kinds of stories that are kind of funny that show up in this kind of place. So if you think it's all up to you, it's not. We had a person just this morning who sort of popped in through the door, waved, and said, here, some person we don't know who came just to give us money today. You're not standing alone. This is something that God is at work at as well. And I think what a beautiful day to be reminded of that, a birthday party. It's not what we've done. When we celebrate 10 years, we're celebrating 10 years of Jesus being involved with us, not us being involved with Jesus. I'm so glad that we can share a story like this because when you think of the way things are supposed to work, only the best, only the strongest, only the most talented, only the, the people that we aren't survive, right? Not in this case. We are not the best. We are not the smartest. We are not the most innovative. We are not the most spiritual. And yet... God has decided to work in us and to work through this, and I would love to invite you again to be part of what he is doing, transforming the world one little bit at a time, working in us, working through us. Maybe those 10, 10th anniversary challenges can help you. Maybe they can take you to a place that you've never been before, just as you reach out and you trust. That's our hope. That would be a beautiful, beautiful gift for us to be able to share together. We get to open the gift because they're, they're all ours. These are things that God has given to us. May you be blessed by them. Pray with me, please. Kind Father, I thank you for today that we can mark this day as really more 
than 10 years, but we'll say 10 years just for the, the sake of the graphics that go along with it. 10 years you have been faithful to us. 10 years. Thank you. In that 10 years, some of us have had incredibly beautiful moments, new, new life, new children have arrived. Our family has changed in its texture and its makeup, and we're so grateful for how you have done that. We're, we're thankful for new jobs. We're thankful for new houses. We're thankful for, for grades that came, for classes that have been passed, for weddings that have arrived, for new relationships that have started. We are thankful for all of these gifts that you have given. And yet, that's not the whole story, is it? God, we know that you have also been faithful in the times that have felt really hard, when we have lost loved ones, when relationships fell apart, when distance now became a factor and we can't connect physically in the same way, when discouragements and depression and anxiety swelled. This is part of our life as well. And yet you have been faithful. And we continue to find you faithful. Jesus first. Everything else after. This is not just a motto. It's a plan for survival. So Father, for my friends that are listening, that are watching right now, Lord Jesus, I pray your blessing upon them in whatever way that they need it today, emotional, relational, spiritual, financial, health. In all these things, it is my belief, it is my conviction, and it has been my experience that you provide exceedingly above all that we ask or can even imagine. Just not always on my schedule. But with that in mind, I go forward trusting you and I pray this blessing for my friends as well that you would provide them today peace, Holy Spirit, peace to each one. Grace. As they look accurately at themselves. Indulge in the grace of Christ. And then hope. <laughs> the, 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 the hope that there's more Jesus ahead than I sense right now. Not that you changed. But that my vision might expand. And I might see you more accurately. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for how you have cared for us. Please continue. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Part of our heritage. <laughs> Isn't that great? Oh, what a good idea. You can almost see the little woodland creatures coming out from those <laughs> CVC ads, the Oh, the hinterland who's who. Do you remember those? Anyways, I'm going to be that person that Lorraine was referring to, and I'm not going to tell you our whole story because, geez, uh, you can't do that. 
But I will remind you that when we finish, we're going to have a Zoom chat today. I know we're kind of asking a bunch of you, but since we can't just say go downstairs and gather with us, Zoom call at 12.30. We're going to take about 30 minutes to um, let you talk a little bit to each other. So a little bit of information, a little bit of, uh, we have a couple of questions that we wanted to get your feedback for. And then at the end, we're going to all get out of the cupcakes that hopefully you got from your bag of celebration. Put your candle in them, light it. We're going to all light them together and then blow them out. So we're doing that at 12.30 today on Zoom. Um, also, just you, you saw the, the initial promo there for the walk that's coming in the past. We've done the coldest night of the year walk in February. Well, we modified that to be the May 15th walk, which is not going to be so cold. It's going to be virtual this year, but we're still raising funds for Restore because this is not all just about us, right? We always have a sense that there are people around us who need to experience the love of Christ. And one of the most beautiful things that we've been able to do as a ministerial was to get churches to work together to be able to help. Because if you've ever been in the place where you needed to help somebody in this world that we live in right now, one place by themselves is just not enough. There's just too much that has to be done. And so it has been a beautiful understanding for us to recognize our need. We need each other. And then to, to use um, the services of Restore Canada to be able to facilitate. So we're going to try and raise money. We're not going to try. We are going to raise money to support Restore for the ongoing ministry of, of helping to lift people up who have been knocked down for whatever reason. And so that's exciting. That's coming up in May. So we need people to sign up to walk and to sponsor, um, to be part of it. Because we want to be known as a place that cares that we share the love of Jesus because that's what we do and then the the next thing was that after Easter which is next week so this is Palm Sunday too happy Palm Sunday Whew, so much going on right now after Easter we start the the series called necessary sins where we're going to look into some of those things and how they seem to be essential to our life so Lorraine says that we got to this place, we'd been meeting in two sets of homes. Now, she sort of skipped a little part that I'd like to put a little bit more attention onto. Because I'm going to look out there right now at you, Rob Morse. Rob Morse was a key factor. I was um, unaware, didn't know what to do. We, we, we had started talking, we are in houses, we should start to look. I don't know how to look, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm incompetent. And Rob calls me one day and he says, I'd like to book um, a tour to go and look at some locations. And I'm going, what? Thank you. Thank you so much. Sometimes people don't understand how a little thing that they do can impact somebody else. That was a really important thing for me. I didn't know what to do. It wasn't that it was a problem that couldn't be solved. I just didn't know what to do. And Rob said, I'd like to do it. He called a real estate agent. He set up a whole bunch of these things. And we went out and we toured and we looked. And we go, oh, this has got this and this has got that. And we saw a number of places, but none of them really felt right. And then he said, you know what? Let, let's get the real estate agent. We'll send him off for now. But Graham, there's one more place I want to show you. Let, let's go to Stouffville. And we went to 19 on the Park. And when we were there, we looked around and we went, oh my goodness. As if we could ever get a place like this. As if that would ever happen. This is by far the best location that we have seen. And the other benefit is you don't have to pay for it for the whole week. We can only pay for it in hours. This is fantastic. Therefore, there's no way we can afford it. And so we talk and we're looking 
And we go out to the, to the guy who's in charge, Stephen Foster, and we talk to him. And he tells us, oh yeah, and there's an upstairs, because we're saying, well, what about our kids? Where can we put our kids? We've got to have a place for them. Because from the very beginning, we, we wanted, we'd like to get better, constantly getting better at letting you know that the children into one kids, into one kids church, they are essential to the ministry of into one. They are not to be put into a closet somewhere. They are not to be dealt with. They are our future. And they are incredibly important. And we had to figure out what we're going to do to treat them with respect, to let them know that they are loved, not tolerated. To let them know that we, we want them to be part of our family, not they come along with their parents. So we had, to, we had to find something that was good for them. And so he took us upstairs and he showed us the upstairs and we went, oh, wow, this is fantastic. And so we're looking at the rental rates and he goes, okay, well, this is how much you pay for this room and this is how much you pay for that room. And we had already by that time rented a couple of rooms at the Leisure Center in Stouffville. And we, we found out the cost for that. So two rooms for that. And it was not an ideal situation, let's be honest. When we were in the one room, it was right across from the pool and it had glass windows. So all the people who were out at the pool just like to look through the windows, right? That's a weird feeling to have people just sort of, you know, pressed up against the glass looking in when you're trying to do church. The kids were right beside us. And we'd figured out how much that was going to cost. And so when this guy told us the prices were adding it up, you go, oh, geez, that's, that's going to be a little bit. But we go, okay, let's try it out. And he starts right away with saying, well, you can't have a lease. You, you can't have it for the whole year. And we went, okay, that's great. We don't even know if we're going to exist in six weeks. So um, can we book six weeks? And he goes, okay, sure. Let's book six weeks. And then he draws up the paperwork and it's all printing out. And he only charged us for the main room. And I thought, we cannot start this relationship with deception or anything else. God blesses us. We don't try and get away with anything. And so he said, I'm sorry, Stephen. It looks like you made a calculation error here. Um, you only charged us for the main room. And he goes, oh, no, no, no. It's fine. We'll give you the whole building upstairs basement, and main floor. We'll give you the whole building for this price, which was a third less than what we had paid for two rooms at the Leisure Center. And we were blown away. How could this be? And we got a taste then of what has been our story in such an ongoing way. Our God provides for us. That is in the DNA of Into One. It is birth spot. One of the first things that we really discovered, not read about and then tried to apply to us, it's one of the things that we lived in first that our God provides. And he provided for us again in advance of us asking for it. We looked for a place. We didn't look for a budget. We didn't come back and pray about how much can we afford and can we do this. I'd like to say that it was entirely a spiritual moment. But that's not the way it worked. We were there. It happened in front of us. God had already decided to answer the prayer that we didn't pray yet to provide us with this place. And that was where we were going to go. And that's where we started. We were there for years. And we became a great tenant to them. And they looked for ways that they could help us out. And into one changed in that time. It developed. 
It grew. We had an address. We had a place that we could point to. It was more real now for us, but for the people who would come to, into one as well. And in that, we were learning something so important about the way that we relate to our God. If there is a message that you can take from our story that I would love to become transferable into yours, the experience of God as provider, the reason we come back to it so much, the reason we talk about generosity so much is not that we're trying to get from you. Please, I know it's hard to understand. I know it's hard to believe when anybody in this kind of a spot with a microphone on wants to pull at your heartstrings or whatever, you feel like they're trying to get my money. We are trying to grow your faith in God to allow him to show you that he provides. Because once you believe that, once you have seen evidence of it, it doesn't undo. It just is built upon. And I'll tell you, that has been absolutely my experience. And you can go talk to, to Jim Wilson. He's our treasurer. He knows this, and I still have a problem, okay? I have, I believe my faith has grown huge, but it's not there permanently all the time. I don't do things and just say, ah, well, God's going to take care of it, no problem. It's not like I'm ever in that kind of a spot. I regularly have these places where I go, I don't know. Yeah, I know that was my past. I know that God has done that for me. See if you can relate to this. But the thought that still comes back to me when I don't consciously try to think it, the one that comes to me is, but maybe that's all. God provided huge. Here. Maybe that's been your experience. You've seen that God has provided for you here. God has forgiven you here, up to this point. But now I'm here. Maybe I've worn out my welcome. Maybe all the forgiveness, maybe all the grace, maybe all the provision that God promised Maybe it's all been used up. Do you ever feel like that? One of those lies that comes in to discourage you? Come on, you're asking for forgiveness for that again? This has been such a beautiful part of the story that if God spoke to no one else, this would have been valuable infinitely for me because of the lessons that I have learned. God provided here, and he provided forgiveness, and he provided grace, and he provided mercy, and he provided understanding, and he provided people, and he provided funds, and he provided opportunity, and he provided location, and he provided relationship, and he provided happiness and, and joy, and, and the list goes on and on and on. And yet when I get here, there are still times when I have a good day, I believe that God provides and that God moves. But when I have a bad day or when I have a bad half an hour, because sometimes that's how it happens too, it's a strong half an hour of, I guess we're done. 
I want you to know this part of the into one story that I want to be part of your story is that this section, when you move to here, that bar just extends. What God started, he will complete. The good work that he has begun, he will carry through to completion. Not for me, but because that's who he is. It, it wasn't because I did something great. It, it wasn't because I influenced some other person who did something great. It wasn't even because I had preaching shoes. It was because God decided. And there are times when I wish I could get you to understand the truth of this more, more than other times. I stand up here and I have a title called pastor and I tell you things all the time. But rest assured, I am infinitely, deeply, completely human. All the time. I struggle. God meets me. I mess up. God covers over. I sin accidentally, intentionally. God forgives. And the plan that was true here Graham, we're going to get you going. Graham, we're going to do something with Into One. Don't you worry about it, little buddy. When I imagine the future, I don't have a problem seeing God in that. But sometimes in the right now, in this space, I'm not there. And that feels like it's all yesterday. There are times when I think that's it. I've taken all that I'm allowed. The grace and generosity of my God has been, has been remarkable, but it still runs out. And I am constantly being surprised, being delighted by the fact that God continues to provide for me here. Do you want to know how I know? Well, look where I'm standing now. This ain't 19 on the park. Every one of those Steercom members that, that you saw before, every single one of them didn't know about this building. Because one day we just got a phone call. Would you like to come and take a look at the place? That's how it started. We weren't eye in the place. We weren't looking for other buildings. We knew that 19 on the park couldn't last, but we didn't really have a plan of what we were going to do. Before we workshopped it, before we brainstormed it, before we had pages and pages of options and opportunities, before all that, we got a phone call that became God Provides. And then it became, but it's too much. How can we do, how could we ever do that with who's here now? And we knew that making the move from 19 on the park 
to uh, 6273 Main Street, we knew that we were going to lose people in that process. We knew it was going to happen, and it did. And yet the provision that we have seen and experienced that you are living in right now, that, that, that many of you have had your hand on getting dirty, dusty, and paint covered, your hand that was in the writing a check or giving cash or, or, or being part of that, you have been part of what God has done. Through you, this has happened. See, th this isn't a story about an institution that's separate. This is a story about where you are in your trust and your relationship with God. I have never been able to be in a church that felt like this kind of an experience where we were living in the creation moment. And yeah, it's 10 years. But God's not done creating, and that's where we are. You have the opportunity now to be at a place where you still get to shape the spiritual environment that you walk into. What does it feel like because of the way that people are? You get to shape that. I don't think I've ever been at a church before where I felt, even as a pastor, that I could actually move the needle on that. You can. Here you can do that. And you can shape the way that it physically Looks, because it's still growing. It's still happening right now. Never before in my life have I ever been in a place where I thought I could move the needle on a spiritual environment. I could shape this to look and feel like I think God wants it to look and feel. And to change the way that it actually physically appears. Never before have I ever had the chance to do that. This is part of the gift that we have been given. And I want to emphasize that, that we have been given. It wasn't for me. It wasn't to me. It was a gift for you before you ever heard of the name. Before you ever stumbled across trying to figure out how you would say that name. In zone? In three and one? Two and one? That was a gift that God was providing for you in advance. You just have to pick it up. You just have to be a part. And that's why, again, we encourage you so frequently to be generous in your time, your treasure, and your talent. Because it's not what you give away, it's what you are investing. And that investment will pay back in ways that I can't quantify, in, in a design that, that I can't show you what it will look like because it's unique to you. What you will receive is not what I received. And what I have received, I want to share with you. I don't want it for me. I want it for you. I want it for us together. So as we go forward, this is, let's call it the start of the celebration, but this celebration is not over because there's so many stories to be told about what God has done and what God is doing and what God has promised for our future. We want you to be on board. That's why we ask you to engage. I know those things can be annoying sometimes. Sign up here. Fill out this form. Tell us. All those things help to move you from where you are to connect with God more directly, more intensely, and that is our desire for you. Faith to live. Not mere existence. Oh, we want you to thrive. We want all of your life to come into balance, to come under the Lordship of Christ. We want the whole thing to be transformed. We don't do that. 
We just try to create the environment where those things happen. Where where it bubbles up, where this is a, a great spot for the Spirit of God to just germinate new things constantly. Thought for today is provision. Provision through relationship. That's what our God has been doing. That's what he's still doing through us. Pray with me, please. Oh, God, thank you again for the way that you have worked. I, I, I want to confess. I want to apologize. I get emotional when I get into this story again, but that's the way you made me, and this is the story that you have written, and it's an emotional story. It overwhelms me because I, I have such a clear sense that I didn't earn it, and I don't deserve it, and these are gifts that you have given, and somehow, God, I, I, I want my friends that are here watching or listening at home. I want them to be able to experience this kind of relationship with you where you showed up. It had nothing to do with whether or not you went to church. It had everything to do with whether you connected with God. Not a one-day event, but a seven-day event. Not, not just a high-moment kind of thing, but, but an every-moment kind of thing, especially in the low moments. And that, God, I pray that you would you would make us more vulnerable in those times that we would actually turn to you and not just tighten our fists and say, I got it. I'm going to be fine. I can do this. But that you would give us that release of peace. The answer is now I trust you. I don't know how it all happens. I don't know how it all works out. But I trust you. I trust you, Jesus. Ten years at into one. What a gift. The thought that there's more, the gift goes on. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. What I pray for myself, I pray for my friends as well. Help their unbelief. Turn it into trust. Not just for salvation one day. Not for heaven someday. But for the kingdom of God to come to earth this day. Let me live in that kingdom. Shape everything else after that. Jesus first. Everything else after that. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your provision, for your grace, for your love, for your hope, for your mercy, for your kindness, for your patience. Thank you for it all. Stay with us, I pray. Keep us moving forward in Jesus' name.